Social Ventures Australia brings you this podcast from the SVA Quarterly, the leading management publication for the social sector in Australia. Hi, I'm Dan Code, an Associate Consultant with Social Ventures Australia. Today's podcast features of successful community leadership programs. We'll draw on some of SVA's experience to answer the question, what do successful community leadership programs look like? In recent years, new approaches to strengthen and grow regional and remote communities are increasingly being explored. The success and sustainability of these approaches can be influenced by a community's leadership capacity. In this podcast, we describe successful community leadership development programs through which governments, social purpose organisations and communities can help build this leadership capacity. The learnings I'll speak about today are based on SVA Consulting's evaluations of leadership development programs in Victoria and Western Australia's Western Desert. Nearly 8 million of Australia's 24 million people live outside of the nation's metropolitan capital cities in regional and remote communities. Increasingly, these communities are dealing with unique social and economic hardships. In many cases, people in regional and remote Australia experience higher and rising unemployment rates, lower life expectancy and lower educational outcomes than those living in urban Australia. Communities, governments and social purpose organisations are seeking policies and projects that can promote social and economic development in these areas. It is increasingly recognised that these approaches need to be community-led to ensure their effectiveness and sustainability. A community taking a central role helps to ensure that solutions are adapted and developed for the community's specific characteristics. It can also contribute to a community's greater sense of ownership of the solutions and leverage its strengths, existing networks and infrastructure. Good community leaders have a deep understanding of community issues, the leadership skills required to bring community members together broad networks to draw on for input and support, and the self-confidence to engage and lead discussions. These leaders help build a community's capacity to contribute to its own development. They provide important input during the development of solutions, help galvanise community support, and shepherd through their effective implementation. Many regional and remote communities struggle to develop and retain this leadership capacity, both in the quantity of leaders and the breadth of their skills. A lack of leadership in building this capacity and limited opportunities for investment can lead to a leadership void. A growing distrust in many regional and remote communities between individuals and their institutions, along with declining involvement in voluntary work, suggests that this void already exists. There is great leadership potential in these communities, but it needs to be stimulated and fostered through more conscious investment in leadership skill development. Through some of SVA's recent work, we have seen community leadership development programs successfully tap into and grow this potential. These programs are designed and specifically run to build community leadership. They provide an opportunity to aspiring leaders in regional and remote areas, where leadership programs traditionally run by universities or other institutions are not available, accessible or relevant. Critically, these programs are community-led and designed for the specific needs of the community. This means that the program's management can and do adjust the content and structure of their programs 
to meet the changing community and participant needs. We have seen four common components in these programs, each used to different extents by different programs, but all working together to develop leadership capacity. The first is skills development. This involves building leadership skills such as leadership styles and stages of leadership, self-awareness, team dynamics, public speaking, project management, and many more. The second is community knowledge and awareness. This involves growing participants' understanding of their own and other communities and the myriad of issues that they face. The third is network expansion. Participants develop relationships within the cohort, but also with other leaders and institutions in their community. And finally, there is practical experience. Experiential learning through immersions, workshops, projects and reflections, which allow participants to implement and build on what they have learnt. These components were also seen in our review of the structure of international leadership programs. It reflects a growing consensus among experts that combining aspects of established strategies and approaches to leadership development, which include training, mentoring, personal development, and experiential learning, is the most effective way for a leadership program to build the leadership capacity of its participants. The programs that we recently evaluated, the Regional Community Leadership Programs in Victoria, and the MATU Leadership Program in Central Western Australia provide useful examples of how these components are applied in practice. They also demonstrate how these programs reflect the specific context of the communities that they are designed for. Since 2011, Regional Development Victoria, or RDV, the state government's lead development agency for regional and remote Victoria, has financially supported 10 regional community leadership programs. This is part of its Stronger Regional Communities Plan, which aims to enhance economic growth and sustainability in these areas. The programs are also supported by the Victorian Regional Community Leadership Program Secretariat that helps facilitate collaboration, learning and support across the programs. This helps improve the quality of all the programs and strengthens connections and networks across regional Victoria. The programs provide opportunities to aspiring community leaders across all regions outside of Melbourne. The programs were set up independently and are locally led and designed. This ensures the program's content and activities are specific to community issues and needs. Each program was established by the community after identifying a specific community need and has developed over time to reflect changing demands from the community. One example of this is the Rivers and Ranges Community Leadership Program, which was established in 2014 as a response to the 2009 Black Saturday bushfires that devastated Victoria. The affected communities observed that the leaders that had stepped up to help rebuild their communities were suffering from volunteer fatigue. Many of the leaders took on these roles without the skills and networks needed to support them. After extensive engagement with stakeholders, the community developed a leadership development program to create a more resilient community to help address this issue. The programs aim to build the skills, diversity, participation and number of leaders from government, business and community sectors, all of whom can affect positive change in their communities and workplaces. Typically, the programs run for 10 months. There are both newer programs who have operated for three or four years and older programs who verge on nearly 20 years of operation. Overall, they've trained over 3,000 graduates. All the programs draw on the four core components identified above. 
Common features are program days where participants learn about key community issues and build their networks. Seminars about leadership skills and practical projects where participants apply their skills. The focus on and content of these components differs greatly across the programs, reflecting the needs of the region and the participants involved. For example, the program days differ greatly across the 10 programs based on the issues faced by the communities and their key local industries. These are typically decided on after much consultation with participants, employers, local government, and the program management team. For example, the Gippsland Community Leadership Program includes a focus on the power generation industry because of its economic significance to the area, while the Leadership Great South Coast Program, which covers the Great Ocean Road, includes a program day on ecotourism. The program's participants see significant and valuable increases in their knowledge, skills, confidence, self-awareness, and have expanded personal and professional networks. Many graduates go on to engage more with community organisations and local governments and have higher impact roles within these organisations. For example, during the 2016 Victorian Council elections, 34 of the 50 regional local government areas had at least one nominee who was a graduate of a program. Many graduates also become informal leaders. They don't hold a formal leadership position, but they support and complement these formal leaders. Informal leaders play an important role, helping to drive community discussions on issues and their solutions, and can help inform formal leadership decision-making. For example, a member of the Gippsland Program's advisory committee had seen social media discussions about the impact of and potential response to the imminent closure of the Hazelwood Power Plant in La Trobe Valley. She noticed that much of the debate was driven by program graduates who demonstrated both their understanding of the issues and enhanced leadership skills. As a result, the tone of the discussion was much calmer and more civilised than she had expected. The MATU Leadership Program is a focused community education and development program designed to build broad-based capacity and create opportunities for MATU communities in the remote western desert. It is run by Kananyimpa Jakupa, KJ, a MATU organisation established in 2005 to look after MATU culture and help build sustainable MATU communities. KJ began the program in 2014 after seeing its current programs did not involve MATU, learning about and engaging externally with mainstream Australia, or gaining an understanding for what it means to be MATU in the context of 21st century Australia. Since its establishment, almost 100 MATU have been able to participate in the program. The program aims to support MATU men and women to build knowledge, skills, practical experience and relationships. These will help the MATU community to effectively engage with government and other mainstream stakeholders to help address social issues and develop economic opportunities to shape a new future for MATU. The program features the same four key components identified earlier, but once again they show up in different ways, reflecting the MATU community's goals. The program consists of three key activities. The first is coursework and study trips focused on leadership skills and developing understanding of the issues affecting MATU. The second is giving presentations, public speaking 
and chairing meetings. And the third involves trips to Perth, Canberra and Melbourne, where Matu can be immersed in non-Indigenous culture. Apart from the city trips, the program is delivered on country in Newman and remote communities in Matu country. Since it began, the program has developed organically through the input of participants and the wider Matu community so that it meets their needs and realities. For example, the program has evolved in response to the wider community's emphasis on building the group's collective leadership. It also now provides a central role for mentors and elders to strengthen their relationship with aspiring leaders. The program has been an overwhelming success in building the leadership capacity of its participants and the community more broadly. It has empowered Matu and improved their confidence, knowledge and social connections with each other and mainstream Australia. Slim, a Matu man who took part in the program, spoke of how the program gave him confidence to actively participate in meetings with other community organisations. This leadership, it's really strong, he said. We're getting all our ideas from leadership. If I get on their board, I'm going to change everything. Slim's experience is one example of how the program has already increased collaboration between the Matu and non-Indigenous people. This gives the Matu a greater voice about what is happening in their communities. Another example is the two-way learning with the Pilbara Magistrate, Aboriginal Legal Service of Western Australia, and Herbert Smith Freehills. This has allowed Matu to better understand the mainstream legal system and give insight into the Matu culture to those working in the system. It has inspired efforts to change the way the criminal justice system and Matu interact. The regional community development programs and Matu leadership program provide examples of how community leadership can be developed through community-led programs that take a comprehensive approach to leadership development. While a stronger evidence base is still needed to quantify the impact of the wider community's development, the program's impact on participants and other stakeholders, like employers, appears to be significant. Intentionally investing in expanding a community's leadership capacity has the potential to improve the effectiveness and sustainability of a community's solutions. Related podcasts and articles can be found on the SVA Quarterly site, www.socialventures.com.au forward slash SVA hyphen quarterly forward slash. Thank you.